You're listening to Heroes Radio, your home for news, speculation, rank strategy, and so much more. So don't go away. We've got a great show for you starting right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Down goes Hanamura. Down goes Hanamura. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and heroes, to episode 55 of Heroes Radio. We're back. I finally got moved into where I'm staying for right now, and, uh... Got a temporary setup going up, Russ. It's it's been a minute. Yeah, it it really has. I honestly, since we've done a podcast, I haven't even recorded just because time is not something I have a lot of. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, real life just gets in the way sometimes, and I I think that's where we've been for pretty much the last three weeks. I've been moving. Uh, you know, you started a new part time job, so you've been busy with that, which is. I mean, you know, we all we're all doing what we're gonna. I've been working overtime a lot myself, so that's always fun. Oh, oh, definitely. Uh, since I work overnight and I stayed over this morning, I I forgot that the uh, the sun comes up in the morning. <laughs> uh, I I forgot that was a thing. So um, it's quite blinding, quite blinding. But we've we've got we've had two new heroes come out since since we've been gone. And of course, uh, you know, came back just in time for the patch yesterday, which came out on the eighth. That had Garrosh in it. That also had the announcement that Hanamura uh, is being taken down for a little bit. So let's just jump into it. Sounds good to me. So in the patch notes, there is a link to the Hanamura update, and Travis M, uh, the lead game designer, I suppose. Uh, posted on the forums, and it says, I'd like to thank any, everyone for the tremendous amount of feedback, <coughs> negative feedback, uh, we've received on Hanamura since its release. We're continuing to try to push the boundaries with Heroes of the Storm, and Hanamura is no exception. Exception. It introduces new concepts to the game, and some of them have been more successful than others, sure, uh, whatever you say. Uh, we've made a couple of rounds of changes since the Battle Runs release to address tuning feedback, but have identified a number of more fundamental changes we want to make as well. While we work on these changes, we're going to remove Hanamura from the Battleground rotation for all a normal gameplay modes starting with this week's patch. We don't have a timeline for when Hanamura will return, but the Battleground will remain available in custom games in the meantime, which is fine. I mean, they did the same thing with, like, Haunted Mines, I think. Yep. What's funny to me is uh, someone posted a little further down uh, that says, Dang, I'm going to miss it. Finally figured out the meta on it. 45 <laughs> down votes <laughs> at negative 45. And then the comment after that, I feel like... Uh, okay, hold on. I feel like the biggest thing that makes this difficult is that the objectives aren't neutral, so it is hard for the team to decide if it's better to defend or push and leads to a lot of frustration. 124 upvotes, which is fine. It's, it's classified as highly rated. And then the next one is 
best thing to do is set the map on fire and we can all pretend it never existed. <laughs> also at 104 upvotes, highly rated comment. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> oh man, poor uh, poor Blizzard man. Uh, you know, I, I think we've. I think even you've said. You know, it. You give them props for for trying to break the mold and release maps that don't necessarily fit the n- normal. You know, three or two lanes push all the way to the core and end the game. Which is essentially what we got with Braxis Holdout and Warhead Junction, mm-hmm. which both of those came out after Towers of Doom. Right. So they know how to make the regular maps, and I, you know, I think I, I can't believe that after all the time that I've spent saying all the things that I've said about Towers of Doom, that I'm going to come to its defense. Towers of Doom is probably a strange map and that it is about it's unless they can figure this out it's about as far away from the from the norm that you can get without breaking the game yeah i agree without breaking without breaking mobas you know well i think the thing they didn't understand with hanamura that ended up really costing them was that it's really important to have a back and a fourth gameplay like people's I agree. biggest problem with Black Arts Bay is if you don't want to lose, like if you're winning, you just stop team fighting. Like there really stops being a tug of war, so to speak. Yeah, just collect your coins. Right. Well, and you win. Well with uh Towers of Doom, there's a very valid strategy to say, Yeah, we're losing, but let's go trade towers and, you know, get some camps and maybe we'll get some shots or you know, there's a lot of a lot of decision making that you can do that's always positive well with hanamura if you're if you're losing or even let's say you take a keep at this point like it doesn't actually mean anything like that doesn't help your cause yeah and towers of doom is still i i would say the comeback map right i have i've had that game where you're sitting there on on one i've been on one and came back and beat the enemy team and didn't take another tower shot and you can you can pull it off and I think the thing I'm noticing is good and bad, Blizzard's not willing to... Like, for instance, they learned don't do multiple help bars with Tychus's ultimate, but there are developers who say, well, yeah, but for it was for that case. We want to try again. And they introduce D.Va. Right. So while I understand that sentiment, like part of the biggest problem with Warhead Junction is you could be winning the whole game and if the other team gets two or three nukes and decides to take boss, they basically just win the game. So any any map where you can hoard seems to be a problem and but they don't want you know, they want to make sure they're different enough, but sometimes you just don't acknowledge the medium you're working in is inherently limited. Like you can't go too far outside the box because by what it is as a MOBA it can't just physically do it it's not right. sustainable and I think they just need to to realize that which is fine like that's okay There's it's why those modes or those maps can be dedicated brawls that's what it's for like you don't really have right. to balance haunted minds if it's a brawl 
Right. But you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't take a you wouldn't take a FIFA game and add in guns. Right. And while I applaud them for saying, "Hey, look, we really don't want to just say it's impossible." You have to understand it, it or even I wouldn't have a problem with Warhead or Blackhearts if it was like, "Hey, this is only in quick match because we understand like they're not they're not competitive viable, but the fact that Hanamura was in ranked for the longest time is just unacceptable. That that's I can't believe they're they were inflicting that map on ranked players when it's universally hated. Like they need to realize some modes are totally fine for quick play and are not at all appropriate for competitive. And I don't just mean no, and competitive like Blizzard uh, BlizzCon. I mean just competitive in general. Right, and and I agree. I don't understand why new maps like. When they when they brought you and I were there when they did haunted mines and they made haunted mines the brawl for the week. Mm-hmm. You're coming out with a new map, you know. You can make it the brawl for a week, you know, and then after that, it's only available in quick match and unranked. I think make they want to build sure the with hype new train. Maps. What now? They want to build the hype train, like when you come out with. You know, Genji, they who is still broken. I don't understand why protects a thing in this game, but they come out with these maps and they want them to be um, basically played by everybody. And to make sure they're played by everybody, they have to be in the ranked rotation, even though you know that is not a wise decision. But that's their logic: is we want to make sure everybody's playing it, that it's getting a lot of publicity it's being seen on streams and of course if you're a streamer you're not playing quick match you're definitely going to be playing rank so that's their logic it's bad logic but that's their logic behind having it in the ranked mode so so would you say then that you also would not want to see new heroes that are released also make uh their day one debut into ranked as well i think to be safe they shouldn't Okay. Because they end up getting banned almost immediately because no one knows how to play around them. Right, right. Which also inflates the numbers and may make Blizzard think they need to do some balancing when it's like, well, no, it's more, I don't want to, like, I would ban Samuro when he first came out. And people would say he was was a little overpowered when he first came out, but I banned him because I just didn't want to deal with my team trying to figure out how to play against him. It wasn't that I was worried about him, it was I was worried about how my team would react. So I think Blizzard needs to realize maybe... A week or two should pass before they're even allowed to be picked and ranked. Um, you know that's actually not a bad idea. Make it so that you have to wait until the price goes down to play them in ranked. Well, and even in, in, until you've had a chance to balance them, like poor Zarya, because she was available in ranked play, they had to force out really fast changes because of perception if she wasn't in rank not a lot of people would have cared like they've been like oh she's weak but like i'm not seeing people pick her in my rank games and affect my mmr so whatever right well is is, aren't you i I, I think it was you that said she ended up right back where she started anyway yeah what by the way like all those changes to rhaegar where they took away self-cast ancestral and all that stuff you could literally revert all those changes back to him and he wouldn't be overpowered it's why i hate how they're balancing heroes like i get it like you know when kelthos had unlimited chain bombs because of how it spread and if you stood in a minion wave you just got you know ko'd okay you're right that's that's not healthy change that 
but you make right. they make all these bouncing changes, and then at some point those heroes are weak, and they revert them right back. So what did you actually accomplish? Uh, it's like uh, basically I, I look at it in terms of they've got like a a, a pipe. Right, that's got a bunch of holes in it. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of like you know welding it and sealing the hole for good, they just keep putting duct tape over it, and there's just all these different holes, right? And then every time, every once in a while, sometimes you know when a new hero comes out, you basically should just take a nail to the pipe and smack it, right, and put a new hole in the pipe. And so they're just, and they're basically what they're doing is, but, uh, but to my analogy here is they only have a limited amount of duct tape. Mm-hmm. So they peel the duct tape off of one hole in the pipe and put it over another without realizing that, oh, wait a minute, now that other hole's going to start leaking again. And it's just this back and forth where we're just, you know, maybe you could even just think of, like, one guy with a singular piece of duct tape that's just infinitely sticky, and he's just trying to cover each individual hole one at a time. You're, you're never going to be able to patch all the holes. And I think that's how Blizzard is, a, is attempting to balance the game, is they, they take care of problems... It's very short term. Everything mm-hmm. is very short term. It's how do we get this to function today versus how can we make this work long term? Well, and what it- Which is why, you know, I think like games like Dota and League, I mean, you know, they get balance patches, what, every three months, if that? I, I couldn't, I, that sounds right, but I couldn't speak to that. Right, but my, my point being is that it, the idea being is, you know, they leave things to simmer. Now, granted, they aren't releasing a new hero every month. Mm-hmm. So, for, for I guess technically for me to say, you know, apples to apples here, it, you know, they, you know, we're releasing a new hero every month. You know, I think honestly, I think people would, if it were to come out, you know, that you know such and such hero was just too overpowered. Then you know we got to change it, and I mean, and, and that's the thing, right? Is that Kalthos went how long before back in the day where he was that powerful all the time, and that was the before the day of bans. So it was basically you know everyone was first picking Kalthos and ranked all day mm-hmm. every day, and so you know, you know we the the community cried out, "You're not patching the game em- enough," and now here we are saying, "Oh, you're patching it too much," you know, so. Well, and it just it tells me there's a design philosophy flaw, because like if, you know, I plan on going into web development, if every two weeks I go tell my boss, oh, either I'm reverting a change I already made, which they paid me to change, because mm-hmm. I told them it needed to, or if I'm saying, uh, well, the change I did didn't actually really work, I need to make more changes, it'd be like, uh, okay, you're you're fired, because <laughs> this this isn't working. Like you need to give me permanent change here. If I keep right. paying you for every three weeks to either redo what you already did, or what you did three months ago, you're now saying is totally fine. Like I'm not going to trust you. I'm going to be like, no, you, you're making up bugs to keep getting paid for finding bugs. You, you need to go find a new place of employment. Yeah. So again, I think. Uh, bringing it back around so that we can uh, get to the uh, the rest of the patch notes here that this uh, and I don't know if they had already announced in the PTR that they were going to take down Hanamura or not 
No, it's it's an orange. So this is this is brand new. So this just came out yesterday, or at least it's news to us. And again, we've been out of the loop, or at least I have. I don't know how much you've been paying attention to news in our uh, little vacation. I only have been paying attention because I watch streamers, so that kind of keeps me in the loop. I haven't played in a couple weeks, I will say that. Oh, I know. Today was the first day that I actually, like I said, got a temporary setup going. So I got my computer up today, and I I sat down, and I had uh, like 14k gold. So I was like, I need to buy Stukov and give him a try. And and since I went ahead and said that, Hmm. let's... Let's talk Stukov. We'll we'll just we'll just bad segue it up today. So, from your experience of watching streamers, then because uh, we need to get we need to get back into the swing of things. Uh, what were your thoughts of him? Since we're we're doing a little bit of catch up here. Really powerful. Um, people have overestimated the power of his silence. Like, it's still very powerful, but I'm noticing a lot of people are playing him like he's Rhaegar, and he's not. Like, you still have to be very careful, you still have to be aware of how you're healing. Like, he has a pretty low win rate right now, but I think it's because uh, people looked at his kit and said, oh, he's going to be, you know, really strong, he's got a built-in silence, um, which, you know, lasts for infinity with no mana, which is still OP, but didn't understand how to balance the healing portion of it as well. Like, these are people who were playing powerful healers and went, oh, I can just translate over what I've been doing. I don't really need to get good at this character. So I'm noticing a lot of bad Stukovs more, and I'm noticing a lot of good Stukovs. That's fair. I was probably... I mean, it was my first game, but I was probably among the bad Stukovs. Well, you felt the tension of trying to figure out how to balance your slows versus your heal and when to actually proc your trait. Like, there's a lot going on with that character. There is. Uh, I also had to deal with uh, a, a, a bot Alarak. Oh, God. So, uh, I think that game was, was going down in flames anyway. And, of course, uh, Garrosh was on the other team. So that was <laughs> all sorts of interesting. Oh, no, I'm but, in their base. <laughs> yeah. There's... there's. Oh, I'm, I'm right where I want to be. Oh, no, I'm not anymore. No. <laughs> No, I'm not. I got moved. He's gonna be gross in competitive play for that reason. I'm, alone. I'm actually, I'm actually really excited about it. But yeah, um, I like, I so I wasn't, I didn't quite remember how everything went down. The you you target the heal, the mm-hmm. healing pathogen, mm-hmm. and it can spread. And of course, you can take different things to augment it. And then the uh, the negative one is actually a directional. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would also be a thing that spread like your pathogen. No, you actually have to hit people with it. <laughs> and it's not the easiest thing in the world to hit. No, I ended up taking the talent that increased the range. Nice. Um, and a lot of it also to hit a hammer in the back. Right. Um, but it was real nice when everyone lined up in a row, like on a retreat or something, on the on the like two times that we were getting the enemy team to retreat. Mm-hmm. And then it was Towers of Doom, so what I kept doing was I kept putting my uh, silent circle in, like, bushes and stuff, like choke points. Right. And that worked pretty well for when I could get it to work. And then I ended up taking the talent at either 13 or 16 that after I canceled, it still stayed on the ground for a second and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't read builds or anything before I went in. I just kind of 
went picking to see what I liked, and I was like, oh, that looks like that would be interesting, so I went with that, especially since by, I think before even the first tower, the first set of three towers spawned, our Alarak became a bot, so it was already going to be, it was already not going to be a win. Did you try the infinitely spreading heal? I did the, I think I did bio switch kill no longer takes away the, the heal over time mm. pick. Uh, I wanted to see how that felt. So basically, so I could hit, hit, hit you know, hit people with the path or with the negative effect, mm -hmm. hit my guys with the, with the, uh, healing pathogen, hit bio kill switch for a big heal, and they continue to continue to get the heal over time. Nice. Yeah, so Bakery on Town Hall was talking that if you get Vigorous Reuptick plus, like, the infinite chain, you could basically keep your entire team at full for the rest of the game. If you, if you do it right, like, it's obviously Bakery, like, he right. kind of knows what he's doing, but that's why I'm looking forward to people really mastering him, because I think Blizzard's going to be like, oh, holy crap, this guy heals for a crap ton. We need to do something about that. Yeah, I ended up having, I think, like an Uther double my heals in the game. That, I mean, that sounds about right. Like, if your team's not grouping up or doesn't know, it's really hard to maximize, like, especially yeah, if it's Yeah, I, I looked like an idiot because I kept trying to, like, run in between teammates to get it to spread to them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I would get, you know, I would spread it, and then it would usually bounce to me, and then I would run over to someone else and be like, here, get your heal. Like, I was <laughs> just... I was just—I really was. I was ping-ponging between people to get the pathogen to spread because again, they were kind of. Well, I think that's actually why he is. And it makes sense right? because we were—they had a, the enemy team had a hammer. Right. So you know, other than the Alarak who was a bot, the, the my team kind of had the right idea. Right? Let's not all take splash damage from hammer. Let's kind of spread out. So I'm not like super mad about it. Let's—that's what you should do. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of counterintuitive to what I personally am trying to do. Yeah, he has the kerosene problem in that. Um, yes. You get you get yes. punished for grouping up, so it's like, well, crap. Like, I'm definitely not maximizing what I can do here. Yes. But, I mean, I, how am I supposed to be mad that we're not getting, you know, like you said, splash damage? That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> like, come get the heal. Oh, wait, it's already gone because you took damage. Yeah. And that, that that's very... That's a very good point to make. That it's it it definitely feels a lot like kerosene. And then I think at level one, I ended up taking the ability that makes his attacks ranged. I'm sure there's a better one to pick, but I ended up picking that one just to see what it felt like to constantly keep putting slows on people to be more like a more kind of like a control mm -hmm. person was kind of my I was kind of my thought process on that. Yeah, I think that's actually a really nice. I mean, in competitive, you won't pick it because you're coordinated, so. He hits like a truck when he's in, in range, but on an uncoordinated team, yeah, that's a really nice talent to have where, like, no, I don't even be anywhere near you, Garage. Leave me alone. Yep, so, I, I again, I want more time with Stukov. I really do. Um, obviously, time. maybe not obviously, we've been gone for three weeks, and I'm not sure how we talked about it, but I'm still setting this season out. Yeah, so, which must feel real weird. Um, I mean, honestly, with how life's been lately, um, it was honestly just, just good to sit down and play a game tonight. Mm -hmm. You know, I was, I, I was getting the itch, you know, a couple days ago mm -hmm. and, um, I hadn't even like to, tonight I, I like reassembled my desk. Mm-hmm. 
because it, uh, it to move it, I ended up tearing it down into like three separate parts, mm-hmm. and it's just like a, you know, it was like a hundred dollars. It's a build-it-yourself desk, but it's, uh, you know, it's got a, it's a desk, and then it's got the part on the top where you can put you know shelves and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was all sitting in pieces on the floor. So it, until today, I was finally like you know put it back together and and you know i got my computer sitting off to the side i don't even hardly have i don't even have my webcam set up and uh i made sure to plug back in my uh external drive of course because it's got you know the intro and this is where i save all the audio and stuff like i, I need that mm-hmm. but otherwise i basically just put up what i needed right so tonight was the first night that i and then uh as you know i said i got overtime today so i didn't actually for me I, I started my shift last night at 10 o'clock in, at p.m., mm-hmm. and I didn't get off this morning until 10 a.m. Yeah, I know. I texted you. are like, I just woke up. It's like, that's, that's fine. It's funny, but it's, that's, that's fine. <laughs> right. Well, which which didn't put me getting home until about 11 o'clock my time in the morning. Right. So then, of course, you know, eight hours later is 7 o'clock. And this is when I woke up. So then, you know, after getting up and kind of getting situated a little bit and having having dinner, because it's time for dinner already. I just woke up and I'm eating dinner. And uh, finally got it up, and I was like, man, finally I'm going to sit down and I'm going to play a game. So I did, and I, like I said, I played Stukov. So, but I was getting that itch. Um, but like I said, it just felt nice to actually, and even though I lost, like I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I was enjoying reading the new abilities for Stukov. I was enjoying getting to click and run around again, you know, um... There are some changes that I've noticed, and I think they're all in the patch notes here that we're going to go over. Um, one thing I will say out in particular that I, I I don't know why this rubs me the wrong way, but I don't like in the chat that the, the little pictures are next to your name in the chat boxes instead of it just saying in parentheses what character you're playing. Right. I, I'm not digging the faces. <laughs> I'm just not. I think... It, I mean, I don't know, you know, because I'm not playing the game in 4K or whatever, it seems kind of pixely, and I'm just like, who? who what character? Just just have it typed out. It, it, you know, I, I, I don't know if it's an aesthetic thing or if you thought it would be neat to do it. Just take it back. Put it back the way it was. I, I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like the banners being in the MVP screens, and uh, obviously we're going to talk about Garrosh here, and then if he has his trade as armor up, so, which gives him armor, duh, because we changed it to armor instead of, you know, uh, resistance versus vulnerability. But now it actually, you know, shows a little armor simmer, simmer, sim, symbol next to names and has like a green plus button, or it, for, I only saw on Karazim it was green plus numbers for whatever his armor was. So I thought that was nice. That was a nice change. Yeah, I mean, but, it, it, I, it's weird in that it's very clear that they were waiting until Garage came out, in my opinion, to release this, like, to make sure it was good. Mm-hmm. But, like, this would have been really nice to have when they introduced the armor system. I mean, I'm so glad it's in there. Like, I'm not complaining. It's just weird right. that it took this long. I gotcha. I gotcha. So... Uh, here's some other interesting stuff before in the patch notes before it gets into Garrosh. Quick Match will now prefer not to make mirror matches, which is mirror matches, if you don't know, is the same hero on both teams. Um, when other options are available and versus AI, uh, mirror matches are completely removed. 
So, for those of you like Russ, who's just like, you know, I just want to bust out my quest real, real quick. I just need to get this done. You're never going to face the same person, I guess, anymore. Well, I guess that makes sense, right? Because the enemy team is an AI. It doesn't have to wait for other players to not be playing what you're playing. That makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Pick from, you know, the other 63 heroes or whatever there is in the game. You know? Yeah, I've always wondered why there, there's mirror matches. Like you said, we have 60 characters. Like, people are picking other characters. Like, I know it's going to happen at some point, but it shouldn't be frequent. Well, like I said, with AI, it shouldn't it, it shouldn't be ever because the computer's picking. Right. It's weird. Um, I don't. I don't. I've always found mirror uh, matches be odd. Mirror matches are odd. I think obviously, of course, they're a lot more prevalent when a new hero comes out, and honestly, in quick match, unavoidable. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get mad because I'm playing quick match and everyone wants to play Garrosh day one and. You know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still catching up, so I'm on Stukov, but man, do I want to get out there with some Garrosh, man. Yeah, like, but wouldn't you be okay waiting another minute just to not play against Garrosh to actually know how good your character is? Um, I mean, okay, yes and no. Yes and <laughs> that I'd, I'm serious, yes and no and that yes, I, um, I would like to get the feel for how it is to play Garrosh and not have to play against him, but at the same time I want to know what it feels to be on the other team anyway. Oh, yeah. I, I just I found um, it really hard to gauge how good a hero... I mean, I know Quick Match really shouldn't be that place, but it's the only place I'm guaranteed to be able to practice with the hero. Right. But I feel the like the hero should, that you want to. Right. I feel like you should be allowed to say, look, I only want to be in a game with a healer, or I only want to be in a game that I'm not going against myself. I feel like that should be. I should be allowed to say, "Look, Blizzard, I'm fine with waiting longer. It's, it's right. I don't care. It's, I'll wait ten minutes because I can put something else on and just like watch a quick video while I'm waiting. Because if you have millions of players, it shouldn't actually be that hard to place me, especially if Quick Match has looser MMR with someone who's not playing Garrosh. I just I don't feel like it should be that hard. But. You know, I I see where you're. I, I you know I do see where you're saying, and of course I would if I'm especially if I'm playing Garrosh or I'm playing a tank, I would like a healer, very much so. Uh, yes, would like to would like to buy healer. Well, and honestly, look, it's not the big deal if it never gets implemented. Like whatever, it's quick match. Like if we're, it, if yeah. we're saying quick match is always going to be clown fiesta, then okay, like that. You just got to make your peace with it. But I I think it's weird. It's always a clown fiesta. Yeah. So, Garrosh is the new hero. As the new war chief of the Horde, uh, that's old news, uh, Garrosh is a proud and vicious warrior who rules with an iron fist. His hatred for the Alliance burns like wildfire, and he will stop at nothing to destroy them by his acts that orcs will reclaim their rightful glory. Uh, uh, um, what? Garrosh hasn't been war chief for like two expansions now. What is what's, what's going on? What I know, they also pull. They can pluck heroes from any point in time. Well, yeah, because apparently he's very much. Because I, I don't play World of Warcraft. He's very much uh, Hearthstone, Garrosh. Ah, uh, I see what you're saying. Ah, uh, okay. I mean, yeah. Well, the same thing with Jaina. Jaina and Hearthstone is old school Jaina. 
mm-hmm. you know, Jaina and Heroes is old school Jaina. Now Jaina has just gone off the deep end mm-hmm. in the World of Warcraft story. She's gone nuts. Yeah, oh yeah, I've heard. Um, you know, now because of the expansion, she's now can be a Death Knight in uh, Hearthstone. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. I uh I'm not complete I stopped playing Legion just cuz that whole that whole storyline to me has just gone off the deep end. Mhm. And I just I kind of lo- uh, with other things going on and I just kind of lost interest but that uh but yeah, the Nexus seems to be able to like I said pluck people from any point in time. Right. Right. You know, obviously we have Arthas as the Lich King. Mhm. So he's not you know, he's not Arthas when he was, you know, just a re- regular Arthas. Mm-hmm. Uh, before he picked up Frostmourne, stuff like that, you know. Um, and obviously there are heroes that are in the game, well, like, you know, like Butcher. Butcher's a demon. Mm-hmm. The Nephilim, he's been killed twice in Diablo, and mm-hmm. there he is in the game. Right. Right, so, you know, we even have the ability to pull dead people. So... And a spoiler alert, Tychus is dead too. <laughs> he he died seven years ago. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel bad for spoiling that. But as we were talking about, we have new interface for armor next to people's health bars in the game proper, and his trait is armor up. Garrosh gains one armor for every two percent of maximum health missing. So basically he would be able to get up to 49 armor and then die. Mm-hmm. So, because I was thinking, I was actually, I don't know why I was thinking this. I was like, okay, if he's gaining an armor, I don't know why I thought it was every percent. I was like, wouldn't he still max out at 75%? No, he, he will max out at, at essentially 49, 49 armor because once he's at, you know, missing 100% of his health, which would be 2% for the one armor, he'd be dead. Mm-hmm. So, his basic abilities are Groundbreaker, deal damage to enemy, uh, deal damage to enemies in an area. Heroes hit on the outer edge are pulled towards Garrosh. This is disgusting. Uh, Bloodthirst, deal damage to an enemy and heal for 10% of Garrosh's missing health. Healing is increased by 100% against heroes. Also gross. And Wrecking Ball. Throw a nearby enemy hero, minion, or mercenary to the target location. Dealing damage enemies near the impact. And slowing them for 30% for 2.5 seconds. So yeah, I, I think you made a joke before this show that you are uh, that you were like, playing against Garrosh's, I'm not out of position. Oh wait, now I am. Yeah, you go from being in the middle of the lane to being inside of their base. It's... Uh, he, I think he's uh, ends up falling under the what displacement tank area. Yes, with a li- which he, is he's a tankier Tannis. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so what you're saying is that actually, actually, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, the only difference is is that Artanis, in place of that, has to displace himself as well. Right. Garrosh doesn't have to move. Yeah, that's wh- so. That's why Artanis can't solo because of that fact alone. If nothing else, like Arash can a move a friendly if he upgrades it, 
Or B, be like, hey, Vala, I know we have a double support comp for you, but um, now you're in the middle of my team. Right. So that's interesting. He can talent into picking up an ally hero as well. Yep, on a 30-second cooldown. So beware, guys, when you're playing quick match. If your garage gets upset with you, you're going to die a lot. Well, wouldn't he be able to wrecking ball you out of danger? He could. I'm just saying, beware of trolling. Yeah, I'm saying you're. Oh, okay, you're saying people might troll. Yeah, but it's an amazing. So what I, I I agree with you and why I'm so excited for him for competitive play is he can simultaneously completely displace, you know, the An Illidan enemy. chasing and say, mm -hmm. "Hey, Malfurion, you're now 15 feet further away from Illidan," or "Hey, I'm going to launch you or a Diva nuke into the enemy team." Ooh. That that would be fun. Yeah, there's a lot of possibilities. I like that he has that talent. I you know we I think I think this is one of the things that we were talking about. We want more tanks in the game. Yep. Because as of right now, and when we were watching the, what was it? What the the not the class not the the brawl, the brawl, right? Yeah, the HGC brawl where you know everyone came together for the for the finals. Mm-hmm. And um, it was Murden all day. Yep. Murden, ETC, Anubarak. Murden, ETC, Anubarak. And that gets that gets old. Yep. It really you know, does. You know, every once in a while I saw Johanna get the, make make her way in there. Yep. And usually Everyone. it was ridiculed by the commentators. Oh, for sure. Well, and, and again, you know, I've said it. You know, she's doesn't, because of how they kind of changed her up, she doesn't she she serves a different purpose yep but not necessarily one that aligns with what the team needs or wants at the time yep well and i thought the changes to johanna were were weird because I, I felt like she was a good vanilla tank and that was fine um by the way did you know there's an upgrade to wrecking ball that no matter what you toss if you drop it on an enemy it stuns them for 0.75 seconds <laughs> so you can throw an enemy minion onto the enemy team and stun all five of them Wait, you can move minions too? Yeah, that's the throw in nearby enemy, hero, minion, or mercenary. And the wow. stun applies to them as well. Like, you can freeze a whole minion wave. It's pretty funny. That is pretty funny. No, you're right. It says right there in the text that the heroes, minions, or mercenaries. No, you're, you're absolutely right. I, I see it there. Well, that's actually, in, in a weird way, that actually balances it really well because it means it's just not an auto target on an enemy hero. It, it balances it like Stitch's Hook. Like yeah. you have to make sure the path is clear. So I, I like that. I think that's a good Oh I mean, there's nothing there's nothing more disappointing than throwing out your stitches hook and pulling back a minion. Well especially <laughs> since he's so fat, I'll I'll be basically not seeing the minion right in front of my belly because it's so tiny. Mm. And I'll be like, Well crap, this minion had like ten health left. My hook killed him, but it's now on a full <laughs> cooldown. <laughs> my hook killed me. Oh man. Okay, so uh, heroic abilities, warlords challenge, silence, silence nearby hero, and force them to attack Garrosh for one point five seconds. So taunt, almost taunt. No, it's an AOE taunt. Oh, silence nearby heroes. It's a friggin' AOE taunt. Thank you guys. You know we said, hey, Varian sucks. Oh, you mean you mean make it bigger? <laughs> No, 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 no. Varian sucks. Make it bigger. Hey, guys, we made it bigger. That's what you wanted, right? No. Uh, no, we said that was awful. This is just uh, uh, mind-numbingly stupid. 
Oh man, uh, Varian sucks, huh? It's just the the way the taunt works is uh-huh. ju- it, the, the, if it was even right, it, aiming, it would make it better. The fact it is just a point yeah. and click, or for Garrosh, it's literally hit R, is just infuriating. Yeah, and, and you know, getting stunned is bad because nobody likes losing control of their character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think worse is freaking Sylvanas's um, mind control because you can literally just move someone, <laughs> and of course the augment at level twenty makes them run ridiculously far. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then Taunt essentially does the exact same thing. You know, you lose control of your character, and it will immediately start attacking him, and you can't do anything for what like three seconds. It's it's infuriating. Well, and it, it it is too overpowered. I mean, there needs to there needs to be some like caveat to the ability. Like, you need to like basically make yourself vulnerable when you taunt because the fact that Varian has you know um, invulnerability for most of the taunt also makes it just guaranteed value. And I, it's stuff like that that I think. Blizzard needs to look at and go, I mean, this is a cool idea and it fits in WoW, but it doesn't fit well in PvP. And that it's okay. Like, I would like to see more abilities that, you know, like, for instance, if you upgrade your level 20, for in, the Warlord Challenge uh, upgrade makes it if a hero dies while they've been taunted, the cooldown is uh, lowered by 45 seconds, which makes it a 5 second cooldown. Hmm. I don't like stuff yeah, that's, like that. That's bad. Yeah. That's bad gameplay. And that's uh, and that's what's interesting is like in World of Warcraft proper, taunting an enemy player does li- it, you know if you're playing PvP in World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. taunting does literally nothing. Now I don't know if that's gotten changed with their like new PvP system, mm-hmm. but. You know, before, taunting literally did nothing. There was no reason to even put it on your hotbar in PvP. <laughs> it did nothing. Um, which is kind of frustrating because... Star Wars The Old Republic PvP for taunting had an amazing change for PvP, what taunts did. Um, if you taunted someone in PvP, that person, for the duration of the taunt, did 30% less damage to your team not to you but to the rest of your team see to me that is much better so you know again like i like i said taunt now of course they never wow never i don't think ever adopted that system but that would be a much interest more interesting way you know for eight seconds you know vala right Mm -hmm. um does 30 percent less damage to everyone else but varian Mm mm-hmm all right, so basically for the ne- next 80 seconds, you've almost neutered, and you could even make it 50. Vala's doing 50% less damage for 8 seconds. I think 8's a little much. Well, yeah, I, I was just going off of the numbers that were already in my head, but you're but you're right. And then the character doesn't end up losing control of themselves, but you know, obviously they're negatively affected. Well, I think that'd be great, because it'd be similar to the, the Artanis blind. Yeah. Because you could even have it where for... I mean, I think for Garrosh, an AoE 30% would be awesome. And then for Varian, you don't even have to do 30%. You could do something like 
Vala just can't use her abilities kind of thing. Like, she can still auto-attack and move, but her abilities are, are silenced for, you know, a second and a half or two. Right. So that way you don't just completely stun the character or, you know, a number of things. But we all universally agree taunts and Heroes of the Storm are just way too powerful. Yeah. Because it's also, it's not like interruptible, like poor ETC, who now has even more things that screw up his mosh pit. So Right. I, I don't understand stuff like this. Even Wrecking Ball picks him up now, I imagine. Wrecking Ball, Groundbreaker, even Warlord's Challenge, I believe, has enough range to, to pull him out of Mosh Pit. Like Both Chen and ETC both basically stun themselves to do what Garrosh and Varian do, and that just that's bad, because that, that is a one-to-one correlation of, well, this is flat-out better on this other character. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. And I think that's why ETC's fallen off the map because mm-hmm. it's the it's the uh, it's the Brightwing effect, mm-hmm. right? Um, where you know, I oh, I could take ETC for Mosh Pit for a global. Well, I could just take Dahaka now. Yep. Who has well, I, a a really good stun as well? Right. And I don't have to waste a heroic ability to be able to have a global presence. Yep. Because I think. I think Mosh Pit at this point, in a lot of ways, has gotten to the same point as Triple Tap. Yeah, I would agree. Right? So many people know what to do with Triple Tap nowadays. 95% of the time, you will be unaffected in using Triple Tap. So, for the rare occurrence that you see someone playing Nova, um, tell them they are bad at playing Nova for picking Triple Tap. But it's the same thing. People know when... You know, when ETC, well, take a Nubarak, then you can just, you know, you can burrow charge him, you can hit him with, uh, you know, the barb spikes, you can, you know, you can Vala and Reign of Vengeance. You can do all these different things to get him out of it. There's, you know... But I... And honestly, making him, what, unstoppable just seems too overpowered. I don't know how you you fix that. Right. So... Uh, we do have some user interface changes. Uh, we did talk about the armor buff and debuff indicators have been added next to hero health bars. Uh, there's this thing about cursor cooldown notifications. That's what do you know really... anything about this? Yeah, basically, like if you try to activate an ability again right next to your cursor, it'll display the cooldown. Hmm. It's really nice because now when you're trying to quick cast something and aren't sure why it's going off, you're right. only looking at your mouse, so you'll see, oh, okay, I got you know point five or whatever until this can actually go off. It's it is not intrusive, and it's uh, quick enough that it is um, purely beneficial rather than actually like a hindrance. Nice. So, good change. Uh, MVP banner and MV- at MVP screen, or the MVP player's banner will now show in the initial MVP screen. That's fine. Uh, that actually, I think that's a really good change. Hell, why not put up their sprays and stuff, too? Yeah, I mean, there's right. the, their voice line, there should... Basically, it, oh, yeah. it would yeah. make way more sense to have it like Overwatch. Every, yeah, everything... And all that stuff. Oh, sure. Everything that they're picking in the in the screens or whatever before they go into the game, put all that up. It would, you know, again, honestly, for me, like, I, 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 I never have the time to throw out sprays, it feels like. So I don't bother. It doesn't even bother me at the beginning of a game anymore what I pick. Banners don't really bother me which one I end up picking. What I care about is... I still just care about skins and mounts. And that's about it, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So, 
to incorporate your I think that's brilliant make it like overwatch put all that stuff in the MVP screen so it goes off uh, I think they're getting there I think they're getting there well I mean they keep wanting to basically put all the overwatch heroes in the game you might as well still some more <laughs> stuff in. so uh, so the game would be called uh, heroes of the watch I mean just call it overwatch 2 you don't even need- or, uh, or 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 would it be <laughs> over the storm Top down Overwatch. Top down, top down. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Well, considering um, Overwatch heroes are the base we'll of this we'll, game, why not just, we'll just run with it? We'll just make it a twin stick shooter instead. <laughs> just plug in a controller. You don't need a keyboard anymore. No. And uh, okay, in-game chat improvements. The the in-game chat box can now be moved by clicking and dragging. Sure. Another another thing. I'm really confused why it wasn't always a thing, but it is really cool. Like you can kind of get it out of the way now. Okay. Double clicking the directional arrow indicator when the chat box is open will reset the position of the chat box. In-game chat history can now be accessed using page up and page down. That's good. Um, you know, because you want to see what that troll said to you a few seconds ago. Sometimes a timestamp option has been added to display in-game times before chat messages. So I'm. Does that mean in-game in terms of how long that game's been going, or is it real-time? I would assume, otherwise I get really confusing, that it's in-game. Okay. Uh, Hero names will now display as hero icons. Your favorite change. Uh, Please, uh, look, if you want to leave it in, fine, make it a toggle. Let me choose. Let me choose if I want names or their ugly faces. Um, Battlegrounds, uh, uh, we... Obviously, we're super excited at the top of the show that Hanamura has been uh, temporarily removed. Though, uh, you know, they couldn't figure it out with uh, uh, Haunted Minds, so Haunted Minds is still out of the loop as well because the hero rotation update includes Brax's Holdout, Battlefield of Eternity, Sky Temple, Cursed Hollow, Black Hearts Bay, Towers of Doom, Warhead Junction, Dragonshire, and Garden of Terror. Ew, Garden of Terror. <laughs> is in the ranked map rotation. But, you know, uh, and I'm surprised. I, I, I'm not surprised, but maybe surprised. I don't know what I am. I My emotions are confusing right now. I'm excited to see Black Hearts Bay because it is just one of my favorites. Just I just I think that map's fun to play. Which one? Uh, Black Hearts Bay. It it can be. When you're, when you're winning, it, it feels really good. Oh, well, it, all of them feel really good when you're winning. Well, but Black Hearts is one that is the easiest, so to speak, to win when you're ahead because you just ignore the enemy team. You just you just stay ahead. Yeah, don't screw up. Well, not even don't screw up. Just ignore them. Just you kind of run around the map, take camps, get XP, and then at some point when you feel like it, go back to the turn in. Sure. So do you have any other problems, or, or any other thoughts, I should say, about the current map rotation for Ranked? Uh, I, I would say I, I'm a little confused why Garden of Terror is... I mean, it's yeah. not so egregious that I... It's just a very it, it's, slow map. It's no Hanamura. Yeah, so I, it, it's weird in that it's still in there, but it's not the big of a deal. Um, but otherwise, I actually think it's probably the strongest rotation they've had in a while. Like, this one feels really, really good. I, I would agree. So, uh, Hanamura is down for a little bit. We also have some Dragonshire changes, uh, specifically to 
the DK or Dragon Knight himself. Uh, he now deals double damage to minions. Uh, base uh, health increased from 8,000 to 9,300. Starting duration increased from 50 to 55 seconds. Adjusted weapon swing to feel more responsive. Okay. The fire, uh, flame breath uh, base initial damage increased from 70 to 85. Damage over time effect now happens in half the previous time. Uh, the total damage has not been changed. So now he deals double damage to minions and does it twice as fast. And Savage Charge no longer has a 0.25 damage delay after punting the target. I didn't know there was a delay from damage. That's why Wait they explode in the air. I see. Which I'm actually I bummed. See. I thought that was really funny. That Yeah, that, I'm not sure that really matters. Base damage increased from 300 to 450. These changes have been live since the Stukov patch, but we're missing from the patch notes. Okay, well, there you go. Now, now we know. Mm-hmm. Um, Ragnaros... Uh, had some talent changes here, and you're you're a big Ragnaros player or or fan at least. I was, and then they kept, you know, messing mm. with him. Uh, they kept tweaking him, tweaking his his novels. <laughs> <laughs> a uh, living uh, me- uh, meteor damage reduced uh, from seventy two to sixty eight. Last wave uh, cooldown reduced from ten to nine seconds. Uh, and then we got some talent changes. Shifting Meteor each it now has new functionality. Each time an enemy is hit by a living Meteor, they take an additional 3% damage from subsequent hits by the same Meteor. That's kind of fun. Yeah, and it makes way more... Like, it rewards you for hitting the Meteor really well. I would say so. That's, that's That sounds like fun. Um, engulfing Flame adjusted functionality no longer grants cooldown reduction on Blast Wave. Now also increase the damage of Blast Wave by 75%. Woohoo! Superheated. Gone. New talent. Blistering attacks. Every 10 seconds your basic attack deals 60% bonus damage. Enemies hit by your basic attacks. Reduce this cooldown by 1 second. That just sounds like focused attack. It, it basically is, but when they do these as individual names, it allows them to tune them per character rather than across the board. Right, but I was just saying, this sounds exactly like focused attack. Except with built-in battle momentum. And it's actually right. not um, uh, focus. Uh, yeah, sorry, I was thinking of follow through. Yeah, it's basically focus attack. Uh, molten power damage bonus increased from fifteen to twenty percent per enemy hit, and level twenty lava surge cooldown reduction increased from ten to thirty seconds. So this changes it- nothing. Changes nothing because okay. it, it's the same problem with Sylvanas. His inherent problem is his trait. Like, yes, he had a lot of things that gave him a lot of healing. So, thank you for kind of trying to shift that around. We appreciate it, and they're good changes all the way across the board. But why he is so weak now is because his molten core is too powerful, and his base talents and abilities are too uh, weak. Right. I, I I'm I'm picking up what you're laying down. Looks like Butcher uh, definitely got some changes. He is now way more snowball-y in both directions. So base attack damage lowered from 140 to 130. Uh, Fresh meat trait. Meat required to complete his quest has increased from 125 to 200. 
bonus damage bonus per meat stack decreased from 1 to 0.5 meat dropped by enemy heroes increased from 5 to 25 ah, okay uh, bonus damage on quest completion increased from 100 to 125 oh, okay once the quest is completed enemy heroes continue to drop meat giving the butcher five permanent base attack damage per meat collected okay so only heroes continue to drop meat right and this is the changes and it totally makes sense but unfortunately, with how his kit is made, it is, like I said, very snowball-y. If you're ganking and doing it well, guess what? Butcher's going to crush the enemy team. If you're ganking and doing it poorly, he is basically the exact same hero. He's going to be the bane of your team. Exactly. That, and that's the problem. The inherent part of his trait and why they... I, sometimes I don't like when they lean into traits like this. It's going to be the problem with Malthiel. the problem with D.Va. Savannah, etc., is when they build a whole hero around just their trait. Mm-hmm. Um, it is super powerful because of synergy when it works, and it is super weak because of that inherent synergy when you can't actually utilize his trait. So he's going to be amazing in early game if you're just crushing the enemy team, and he's going to be terrible if you can't get any kills. Right. Uh, and then level one talent. Abattoir. I don't know how to. Pr- I don't know how to pronounce that properly. Abattoir? Abattoir. Abattoir. Uh, gone. Yeah, because it's not baked in. Um, no? Because wasn't that the... was his trait that allowed him to heal off of them? or No, that was less meat on death and then the extra meat when when heroes die. So, uh, okay. by they balanced not having him lose less meat when he dies by giving you more for enemy hero kills. Hmm, I see. Because he doesn't, he doesn't get completely reset reset to zero, right? Correct. When he dies? He loses he, a set amount. Right. And, and you can't... It just kind of falls out of his pockets when he dies. Kind of. Like, you can't... You couldn't if have he has left pockets. in Abattoir with this change because enemy kills are way too valuable now so they had to remove it and kind of bake in part of it otherwise it would be a quest that you are always going to complete earlier than you probably should i see what you're yeah um okay so probius uh is now just completely move f- just move on <laughs> i was i was gonna say he's completely fixed now and, no, and you can play move him again. on <laughs> okay fine uh ariel ariel's resource bar will now glow when at max hope that's just good for healer players so that, you know, the, like you can actually tell when it's full now, which I think is good. That's that's nice. Ari- uh, oh, I already did Ariel. Diva, level 4, diverting power. Instead of preventing Diva from moving during defense matrix, this talent now adds a, an additional 50% slow. That's a good change. Whirlwind. On Sonya, the the time required after activation before the ability can be canceled has been increased from 0.5 to 1 second. This should help prevent accidental cancellations. And that's the okay. patch, guys. You know, it was a good show. And they, No, I'm kidding. Uh, well, I mean, that that is the patch. Right it there. is hilariously short. Because, again, they still didn't address Varian. Oh my gosh, guys, come on. Or Genji. Wait, actually. so even in the patch that we missed, did they not address Varian? Nope. They haven't touched him. Uh, they haven't addressed the invulnerability on Genji either, even though it is universally hated by a bunch uh, here of Here we go. July, July 11th. Is that when Stukov came? Yep, here that he is. That sounds right. Okay. Yeah, July 11th, Stukov. Uh, let's go to Heroes. Who got changed in that patch? 
arrows. Why is the, uh, the links not working? I will have to scroll down manually. Uh, Malthiel got some changes. Brad got some changes. Zul got his rework. Ooh. No, I we have we, to go. No, no, no. We talked about this. Yeah, we did. Toronto got reworked too. Or she got some changes to her rework. Yeah, she just became. So she's actually a pretty frightening uh, assassin in picking off mages now. Literally no changes to Varian or Genji nope. in that last passage either. Nope. No, they're not. Which is mind-boggling, because if your pros are complaining on streams to hundreds of people, you might want to listen. Uh, that's it. And then the PTR from July 31st is the patch notes that we just went over. Yep. Huh. Um. So... Western Clash, you say? I think that was the other thing that you wanted to talk about tonight. Well, so, I mean, I'm going to give people the short, spoiler-free version so that if, you know, hey, they don't want to hear about it, um, everything that you expected would happen, happened. So, like, if, you, um, if you've if you watched any previous okay. Heroes tournament, you would not have been surprised by any games that happened in this tournament. Literally, if you were like, oh, Fnatic's really good? Guess what? Fnatic's still really good. Uh, if you thought NA probably wasn't going to win the tournament, you're probably right. If you thought uh, NA still has a lot of work to do, NA still has a lot of work to do. So nothing changed. Literally, we are still at parity. Um, I'm looking at the standings right now for HGC North America. Now, I will say, so now into spoiler territory, Freedom mm. actually was impressive. They almost took down Team Liquid, who I think actually is a very... Um, has a player that you can basically focus in uh, their tank. I think is Blumby. I think is his name, which is a hilarious name. But if you can get him out of position, you can beat Team Liquid. And Freedom almost did it, which is a good, good sign for us. And Grubby was pretty complimentary of how GFE and Team Freedom played, so you can guess who did not do well and who was not surprisingly uh, playing poorly. But both GFE and um, Team Freedom actually are... are are showing good progress, and I think sometime next year, I know that feels like a long long time, but they're making good progress, and I could see NA actually beating some pretty good teams, not necessarily this BlizzCon, but at the next Western Clash next year. Uh, okay, so according to this, it says going to Western Clash is... Uh, Gale Force, Tempo Storm, and Team Freedom. Mm -hmm. And Tempo was terrible again. Which is really disappointing because I want them to win so badly, but they just, they're not good enough. But they still came in second place, apparently. In H in, in North America, yes. Right. That's, they, they have a, so, they have a style that does very well for now in America, but does not translate to in, Into, right, I see what you're saying. Uh, it looks like Roll20 did not make it this time. No, and I think that was because they added Goku and they were having trouble kind of gelling as a team. I think they'll be fine going forward. They'll be they'll be strong. But they also didn't have a break. You'll notice, even in Europe, Dignitas, who had made it last time and almost won the midseason brawl, didn't make it to the to the uh, clash. Just because like it, it's a lot of wear and tear. Uh, looks like uh, Neventic's kicking in at the bottom now. 
Oh yeah, they're they're absolute garbage. I mean, I don't really have a problem with that. <laughs> I mean, I was hoping because so the best thing that could happen to NA is one through eight have very very competitive games because that could only help us um, mm-hmm. but it's really I mean it's good that we now have freedom GFE roll 20 tempo because they play well on NA and um, no tomorrow all doing fairly well so that's having five teams that are similar um, power levels is, is good for us right but fanatics just miles above everyone else they're they they were undefeated in the in the clash wow yeah they're they're scary good so and then this says that the eastern clash starts in one day one hour and 43 minutes yeah and i i haven't followed east i mean it's just a time thing i would love to watch their games but I have zero predictions for how that's going to go. The, but the game is MVP Black versus Deadly Kittens. How can you miss that? Poor Deadly Kittens. They're trying real hard. They just do not have the the talent. Mm. Their little icon's cute, though. That should get them a win. Yeah, and you know what? Hey, if <laughs> if you are not as if you are not as concerned like for instance playing ducks and trick esports in europe like they really do want to win but at the same time like they're just enjoying the competition like there's nothing wrong with that like dead kittens is under no illusions that they're going to win the tournament right makes sense and honestly if you just enjoy playing there's nothing wrong with that so does that mean so um, have has the Western? Cl- these are just the teams that are going to the Clash. The Clash ex- hasn't actually happened yet. Which one, the Eastern or the Western? Oh, Western. Western already happened last week. Okay, well, I need to catch up on that. It's really good. The games are good. Freedom played really well. GFE had a crazy, a couple crazy Braxis holdout games. That's basically their map. Like Roll Twenties is uh, Cursed Hollow. Um. So watching GFE on on Braxis Holdout is a treat. Not to spoil too much, but basically they played a team and both teams took a keep in the first two minutes. Wow! Oh, it was so, so much fun. With how with how things work, does that mean it, the bottom two teams um, have to go up against? Eventually, we'll have to go up against the top two teams of the open division, right? Which currently yes. is Donkeys Are Us and Imported Support. Yes. Um, a team that's rising up that has people like Crowen and McIntyre, I believe, is hold it down and they're starting to starting to gain ground on those two teams. Not yet, but they're they're getting yeah. There. Held held it down is currently in third place. Yeah, in the open division. They won the last open division tournament pretty convincingly, and I believe played either won or played really well in the Bloodlust one run by Town Hall Heroes Jake. Um, so watch out for them. I wouldn't be surprised if they're a a uh, HEC team pretty soon. I mean, even in death is going back to the open division. Like they're just not very good. I mean, they're moving on up, right? Yeah, moving on up. <laughs> All right. So uh, 
Anything, uh, anything else on your mind uh, before I go take a nap? I'm really curious going forward um, what changes Heroes is going to bring in and you know when they stop adding Overwatch. I'm, I'm curious over the, about the next six months because Hero League is the worst it's ever been for people. Like All the streamers I watch are just not happy. And right. that's a frightening sign. So I'm really, I'm I'm interested and also worried about the next six months. Like the game's not going to die, but right. I'm interested in the state of Hero League. So I'll be keeping an eye on that and watching streamers and trying to see if uh, if well, like even even I'm taking a whole season off. Right, and that I I don't know what Blizzard plans to do, and I'm really curious to see what what they are going to do. Because they released great heroes like Stukov and Garrosh, and then how do they plan on balancing them? That's what I'm really interested in. That's the same game we've always been playing. What do we do with these characters? Yeah, and and sometimes they do amazingly well. Like, Vala is really, really good and pretty balanced right now. Like, if you look through the roster, there's a lot of heroes that are in really good places, you know, and... It's just weird that they can seem to nail some. Like, I think they really nailed Garrosh, and I don't think he needs a ton of changes. Maybe a slight armor change, rather than two per whatever missing health, maybe 1.5 or or something like that. But, like, it's an amazing kit. It's really well put together. It's not overpowered, because it's a ton of displacement, but, you know, it's targeted. There's cleanses and all that stuff in the game. But So, just going forward, I'm curious if, if the hero releases continue to be strong. Right. Well, um, my question is, when do you think they'll start slowing down on the release of Heroes? Well, so, I think 100, personally. Okay. Or around, so, it depends. It. I think I could see if they hit 75, 80, them slowing down, but knowing Blizzard will probably be closer to 100, and then them slowing down from there and really focusing on uh, updating older Heroes art, etc., doing more reworks that way and really kind of doubling down on that, because then they can focus way more on maps and stuff like that. Right. Um, someone kicked around the number of 200. I don't see them... Ooh, that's too high. Yeah, I don't I don't see them trying to pile 200 heroes into this game that fast. No, no, I agree. I, I think at some point we will get to 200, but like that, you don't want after you know, a year or two from now to have added... So there's 52 weeks, so it's about what 20. Uh, anywhere heroes from, per I think year. anywhere from I think anywhere from 12 to 14 heroes get added in a in a year. So you don't want to have 200 heroes in two three years. You want to have a reasonable number, and I don't think right. there's anything wrong with adding 36 more and then saying, "Hey, okay, we probably should slow start down. to slow down." 200 is insane. I don't think that's a good idea. No. And I think it also okay. depends on if they run into an issue where they need to do a ton of reworks. They may say, hey, we wanted to keep going at the three-week pace, but half our roster is at 10% popularity. Maybe we need to look at that. Right. No, I agree. So Maybe by next week um, we'll, uh, we'll have had a little bit more time to uh, reacclimate ourselves with the game. Well, let's hope we don't get a haunted mind situation with Hanamura coming back in, where it's different, but where not it's that not different. Right, right. 
Yeah. So, uh, plenty of stuff to dive into uh, next week. It's it's good to be back. Uh, obviously, since we've both been very, very busy, there's really nothing else uh, to pimp for either of us. Because I think you even said, I haven't, been, I haven't made a video in three weeks or, yep. or whatnot. So... And then I plan on moving at the beginning of September. I mean, I don't think I will have a problem doing a podcast, but it may be a week off and then back to the grind. But right, yeah, and then I'm taking moving. I'm taking a vacation at the end of September. So yeah, dude, life life is happening. It, it decides. It's like no, I don't I don't slow down. I don't care what you plan on doing. It 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 never did. Nope. It never did. So. Uh, our information, I don't think, has changed at all. Nope. It, it's still been, uh, you know, uh, I'm still at DC Davidson 89 on Twitter. He's still at R underscore D underscore Ripley. In the show descriptions, we still put links to his YouTube channel and to all of the other places where you can get a hold of us. Contact heroesradio at gmail.com. All that good stuff. So, um,. We'll uh, we'll get this episode up and maybe maybe next week we'll we'll see how both of us are feeling in terms of in terms of getting back to streaming. But because you're pretty much permanently working your job on Thursdays now, it would be on a Wednesday night for sure. Right. So. All right. Well, I've been David and he's been Russ. Enjoy your time in the Nexus. You've been listening to Heroes Radio. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Send any feedback, questions, or discussion topics to contactheroesradio at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out the live show every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash davidtwicetv.